Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Emma. And welcome to the All Embracing Podcast. We are two best friends who share the same name and enthusiasm for encouraging other women. We hope our weekly conversations will brighten your day and equip you to lead extraordinary lives. We believe all women have the power to embrace their whole selves. Our mission is to sprinkle truth about all things emotional, physical, and spiritual health. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the All Embracing Podcast. We are so excited to be talking a little bit about our faith journeys in college today. Um, We realized that we've never done an episode solely on this before, and we thought it might be a good time as we head into the Christmas season Mm -hmm. and everything, as we kind of remind ourselves, (laughs) as we remind ourselves kind of what we're living for. Yeah. That was beautifully put. I have nothing more to say. Oh, thank (laughs) you. You're so kind. But do you want to lead us off with highs and lows? Sure. My high is really easy, and it is that I'm going home tomorrow. Woo! And I, I paused there for a second because I was like, wait, I can't spoil the surprise because my, my mom or my family doesn't know I'm coming home tomorrow. Only my dad does. But this will be live be posted. when I'm already home. So the surprise okay. will be over by then, but that's my high. I'm very Yay. excited. Um, my low... Hmm... Of the past week, I feel like this week just dragged on, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I, my, I was talking to, like, one of my good friends here, and we just felt like we had, like, an emotionally, like, or an emotional roller coaster of a week, <laughs> for, like, totally. like, I think it's just being able, like, whenever I'm about to go home, or whatever, I just get in these weird moods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard, too, because there's a lot of, like, random stuff that has to get done yeah. before and directly after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, like, the so week t- after Thanksgiving is just packed. The beginning mm-hmm. of this week, I had so much to do, and I don't know. I was just, like, had a couple days of, like, discouragement, but I'm excited today. It's the weekend yeah. now. <laughs> we love that. I know. I'm so excited. It's the freaking weekend, baby. Have us some fun. Oh, I know that. My high is probably I feel like it's gonna be what's happening in like an hour or so but my charge small group is coming over and we're gonna do a tv workout to an episode of the office <gasps> so like every single time Jim looks at the camera oh my god and like does his little face we're gonna do like 15 crunches or like every single time Angela gets upset you do a 30 second plank That's so stuff funny. like that so I'm excited for that and I'm excited for my first 5K tomorrow. So I guess this is, like, kind of the anticipation of what's to yeah. come, but I'm excited. And then my low um, is just trying to get everything done that I need to before Thanksgiving. I don't want things, like, hanging over my head that I need to have yeah. done right away after coming back. So I'm just trying to chug it all out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's relatable. Right? But, yeah, we're going to dive into this topic of faith in college I think starting out with our transitions from like at the very beginning of the first year going from senior year into freshman year what that was like um and I don't know if you want to lead us off Emma um so for me this was hmm, I'd say not much has changed since a year ago till now um because it's still a process that like obviously is ongoing but right away off the bat it was like I 
I got to school and I realized like my faith and and my take on religion whatever that may be is now in my own hands and I I knew my parents have always been obviously I grew up in a Christian home and that was like just the norm and that we were fostered that way but um they always kind of made it known that it was like my faith and it's my thing they never really pushed it on me um obviously like you were expected to go to church on Sundays with the family blah 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 whatever um but that was always like it was always my own faith that was that that's like my job to take care of not job and not to take care of but you know what I mean you have Um, the opportunity to cultivate it yeah yeah so that was always like in our own hands and I always knew that but it wasn't until I got to college that I realized oh this really is in my own hands like no one is telling me I need to go to church on Sundays and no one's Mm -hmm. shaming me when I don't so um honestly my transition in a faith respect was like kind of difficult because I still haven't found a church home and it's been a year it's been over a year living here in Mm -hmm. Chicago and um I think part of that is just that I love my home church so much and I'm so picky but the other part Mm -hmm. of it is that I've kind of realized and I've worked harder on the relationship that I have with me and God um and I found that that was something that I didn't have before. And so when I was going to church regularly, it was great. It's an amazing experience. And I think, obviously, biblically speaking, the church is an integral part of being a Christian. But I found that um, the Christian religion is so much more than just going to church. Mm-hmm. So It's like a relationship with is. Christ. Yeah, and that's not something I realized until... I didn't have a church to go to and it wasn't something I had to check off my list and it wasn't something that I was keeping score of and what what not so I think in some ways I've found that I want to be careful saying this because I don't want to say having a church is not necessary but I think I've just realized the the way that church and relational religion um have to balance each other so in the past, it sounds like in this life season that's kind yeah. of served you yeah. and honestly I was like I was down on myself like I, I was like shoot I'm never gonna find a church I'm such a terrible Christian like I'm I'm losing my faith but I really that's not the case and um I obviously still would love to find a community of people who believe the same as me and who I can be a part of because I think that relational aspect with me and other people is um valuable as well but I think it's just taught me that I needed to work on my own relationship with God as well. Just on my own internally was my biggest lesson. Totally. And it's hard to find a church home in a new place. It's really When you've gone hard. to the same church your whole life. That's mm-hmm. really hard. I so, agree with that. Yeah, especially my- when you go from living in a suburb to a, a city like churches are very different as well mm-hmm. and then you find a church you do like and it's completely inconvenient to get to so right that's kind of where I'm at but totally yeah. I have a lot of similarities with that even though I'm not all the way in Chicago still that like city dynamic is yeah. very different it is. and like I think when I was like going to all the activity fairs and everything yeah. like during welcome week 
there's so many booths with like religious uh, student orgs and clubs and everything and it was overwhelming the amount of them that you could go to and it's like okay some of these are on Thursdays some of them are on Mondays some are on Wednesdays like I need to try as many as possible to see which ones kind of work and I think my first week I went to like two or three and it was like oh like this isn't really (laughs) what I thought like it's just a lot of values that weren't really a part of my faith I guess like Mm -hmm. it was just taken from a really different approach and um it was it's interesting to see how like the Christian faith can be interpreted in so many different ways and it's such an individual experience as much as we are Mm -hmm. a community as well which I think has been really cool to see in college is like I have a lot of friends that like maybe are Catholic or yeah. a different like branch of Lutheran or mm-hmm. whatnot, whatever, even if you're not a Christian, like yeah. a lot of the people in my life that just like practice some sort of religion all have unifying values when it comes to treating others well and all of the good mm-hmm. stuff that we want. Um, but it's interesting how we get those vibes and like that encouragement from different communities. Yeah. And so I started out with, um, like going regularly to this one like group on campus and they're good like they're very kind people but I think that as it kind of went along I wasn't feeling super plugged in I even like went on a retreat and everything and it just wasn't really uh, I wasn't feeling as close to God as I was even just like doing my devotionals alone in the morning kind of a thing and so it was kind of like a tug on my heart like maybe this isn't the right place for me so, um, I know that, that we're just talking about the transition here, but like last year I started going to a different student org my second semester. Um, and that was a lot better. Um, but it still like, isn't the same as our home church and I really yeah. missed it. So I actually go home a lot more often than I did last semester and I don't have a car on campus. So it's not like I can get to our home church very easily mm-hmm. um, unless I'm home for the weekend but when I am now I do go back to my home church and without that I think it'd be really hard to keep like the spark yeah. alive yeah but um that it's overwhelming especially as a freshman coming into it yeah. and it's overwhelming feeling like you're not living up to like mm-hmm. the Christian standards of like oh I'm not cultivating this enough when in actuality God's just calling you to go on to the unpaved path yeah. and like make it your own yeah. like you said he like wants that connection with you and he wants you to trust him in it and he wants you to know that it can't be on your timeline like no. in your eyes it might like a year might feel like a really long time to not find a church like family in yeah. Chicago but in God's timeline like it, it's perfect yeah. like he's got that like mm-hmm. plan in mind and it's just hard to trust that but I feel like that life season or this life season, heck, all of college is really just trusting him in that. Yeah, seriously. But it's hard. It is so hard. <laughs> and it's not something that, um, it's not something that, like, gets easier either. Right. It's, it's like, even if you're an adult moving to a new city, that's still something that, that's hard to find a, a church, I guess, but. Exactly. Do you want to yeah. kind of touch on, like, keeping the flame alive, like, as your own? Because mm-hmm. I know you feel like you've grown a lot in your connection with Christ, like, yeah. since going to school and cultivating it on your own. Yeah. So, like I said, um, recently my 
faith in Christ has kind of taken a more personal shift recently. Um, And a lot of that has been through just the more I valued my like alone time, quiet time, self-care time, um, I found that that's the space where I often will pray and um, either do devotionals or just kind of like strengthen my time with Christ then. And that's something that I found super valuable because not only is it like a self-care time too, but I'm also um, uh, strengthening my relationship with with God as well. So like tangibly speaking, I'd say um, some good, just find a good devotional. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I've done Jesus Calling like 20 times, but it never Mm -hmm. gets old. And it's so quick and easy and it's literally... That's the thing, it's it's manageable. Yeah, it's like five minutes. Um, I don't know the name of the one I have it's by Annie F. Downs I mentioned her in the last podcast too but she has oh. a, she has a devotional as well that I recently finished um and honestly I I have a bible that kind of it's like it's not in the chronological order of a normal bible and gotcha. it's kind of by like topic almost so oh, that's, that's been really fun to read because then you can read the word and you know it pertains to a certain topic. It's not like you're opening this huge book and, like, where do I even start, you know? Right. So that's been really nice. Um, literally just taking quiet time. And a lot of times uh, if I'm working out early in the morning or, like, early mornings are my time for this a lot. So, um, like, I, I think I mentioned this previously, too. Like, when I'm on a run, that's my, like, prayer time, my devotional time. Um, and honestly... I think the biggest thing is, is I've just learned to like let my worries and my anxieties and, and everything, I've just kind of turned it over to God this year. And I am at so much peace. Like last year I was pretty anxious and nervous all the time. Um, and obviously I think that's just from moving to a new place, starting at a new school, whatever. Um, I'm sure everyone feels the same way, but this year I've just learned to, to pray about it and let it go. So, I don't know. Those are, like, some really big things that have helped me strengthen my relationship at a really deep personal level. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Definitely. Those are awesome, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ed. I mean, not... I'm sure you guys listening are like, oh, I know all those things. Like, I know those are things that I should be doing. Or not should be doing, but... If... You know. um, Would be helpful. Yeah. But it's actually putting them into practice and having your your prayer time and having that time and just putting your trust in God that's the key mm-hmm. definitely I share that same like um I don't know like in putting significance in that alone time with Christ I think is really yeah. important I like now wake up very early in the morning. Uh-huh. I did not used to do this, but Emma kind of, <laughs> her early morning vibes encouraged me to do yeah. so this year. And so I try to wake up at around 5 or 5.15 during the week. And before I do my workouts where I leave at 6 or 6.15, I have an hour where 
I do like half of my reading time is a devotional and my second like half of the reading time is like a self-development book because those are things that really like keep me going and like mm-hmm. remind me of the greater purpose of what I'm doing because otherwise it's really hard to stay motivated I think when you're sitting down to study and it's like what am I being called to do here like yeah. what is the point of this in my life and like how can I serve others with this yeah so it's really nice to just start out the day that way and like have my coffee and the yeah. devotional always comes first even before the self-development book so it's nice because it orients the day in a way that's like not um kind of coming out of like chaos yeah. and um feeling like you're running to catch up with everybody else around you during the day mm-hmm. but you know like what your purpose is what the meaning is in your day and how you're guiding your steps in order to like show that love for others. And so that's been really helpful and has made a big difference, I think, in like mental health this year, especially as well. It's kind of crazy like how much of a difference that makes, but it does. And even if you're like, hey, I'm not a morning person, just try it one time because I used to stay up until like four in the morning, like, to get stuff done and would sleep in it was bad and if I can get up at five now like this is true if you can do it anyone can do it right and it's also like hey the creator of the freaking universe made you I think that you could make an hour of your day available to like spend some time so I always try and remember that too because I'm like it could be worse (laughs) I'm here alive breathing getting an education The least I can do is, like, show some gratitude for that yeah. and, like, remind myself that it, this whole experience is more than me. Yeah. Um, so that's my encouragement with that. But also, uh, like, seeking out friendships that, like, bring that truth into your life and encourage you to pursue your faith yeah. um, with intention. Because there's a lot of friends that, like, one of my really close friends at school... She's listening to this right now, I'm sure. But um, (laughs) she and I met through Charge, actually, and then started going to, like, church together when this one church was on campus, and we still do so. Um, But I didn't inherently meet her through, like, a ministry organization at school, but just by the way that she kind of carried herself and lived out her life, you could tell that there was, like, that goodness inside of her. And so... I just encourage you, if you're listening to this, if you see those people in your life, just, like, stick with them because Mm -hmm. those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. And, like, you should seek out friendships of all kinds. Not like you – I think that there's a lot of value in having people in your life that offer different perspectives, maybe practice a different religion. Like, there's so much goodness in that. But it's also important that you are um, receiving advice and feedback from people that you, like – that understand where your values come from yeah so that's one thing that like really keeps me going is knowing that there's those people even like emma when we facetime that's something that like i really appreciate because emma understands like that side of me and can give advice taking into account what i prioritize yeah Uh, exactly yeah like it doesn't always have to be friendships that come from a ministry organization though like try and seek them out even when you're not like yeah. in the walls of a church which yeah. is sometimes even more meaningful oh I think so for sure yeah I was gonna say one other thing that kind of yeah. like it's kind of bizarre that a book can do this but I read The Shack recently 
Oh yeah, you told me about this. And I need to get on the train. It's like it kind of blew my mind. And despite the fact that it may like I have no idea if it's I mean I have some idea, but I don't know if it's controversial. I don't know if it's actually fits what the Bible says. I don't know, really. But at the because I haven't taken the time to sit down and compare the two. I mean, obviously, it, it impacted me in quite a way, so I know it means something. But um, with all that aside, like, the author is brilliant. And even just putting a way to conceptual try to conceptualize God and, and the way the world works, it, it just did a remarkable job just even attempting that. And I know we can never articulate it. Um, to the extent that that God is um but man it really took a good stab at it like I was blown away and it it honestly like when you ask some of the questions like why does God let this happen or why Mm -hmm. does God allow this it's it really broke down that question into the fact that we have free will and the fact that God doesn't know like Yes, he may know what's going to happen in the future, but but he's not choosing to put this hardship in your life. But he mm-hmm. is going to be there with you through it. Mm-hmm. And I think um I don't even remember exactly how the book articulated that, but and I have so many like highlighted things in there, but I really recommend reading that book just because it if nothing else, if you need something to hold on to, forget that it's a fiction book. Um but it's a theologically written fiction book and it'll give you something to grasp onto if if you're needing that too so I just thought it was brilliant that's gonna I be loved it. moved up to I the first really, one of my I list. really loved it it was just it was just beautiful like it was beautifully written so that's and the so way awesome. the way that the author depicted God and everything it just like made sense so and I've never heard it described in that way so very cool <laughs> That's so I recommend. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to touch on like community aspect a little yeah. bit more? Yeah. So I was gonna say, um, one huge thing that that helps. Um, I, I'm speaking in a college setting here, but reach out. Like you said, you tried different um, groups and stuff. Reach out to those groups and reach out to those yeah groups campus ministry on your on your campus and despite whether or not it works out it's still a way to like meet people and to know at least find comfort in knowing that there's people on your campus who think the same way as you and and value this faith the same way that you do um so for me personally I didn't love my on-campus ministry but I think that really just comes down to the fact that I'm picky and I love my home church. Um, and I need to stop comparing every place to it. Um, <laughs> but it was good for what it was worth. It was, it, it's a great. And um, yeah, my roommate and I have gone and it is good. Honestly, um, it's also hard in college because time is such a, mm-hmm. a valuable and that's without sounding selfish that's another reason that I have found that this this faith is a relationship with Christ and 
that's something I've had to constantly tell myself, like, your life is busy, but you still have time to maintain this relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, and if I could find a church that I, that I really liked, I would make time to, to make that even larger part of my life, but it's just something that I'm waiting on. And in, mm-hmm. like you said, in God's timing, it'll come, but right. I don't know. On-campus ministry is important though, because it, it's a way for you to realize, especially freshman year, that there are like-minded people and, and it's somewhat easy to scout out too. I mean, mm-hmm. majority of schools have them. I don't know. Don't know what school wouldn't have, but yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, I think too, even if you've don't really agree with certain aspects of what those groups are doing but you're just giving it a try Mm -hmm. it's also a great experience to kind of realize okay which things do I want to actually adopt into my life that like I feel like God is actually conveying and like bringing truth into my life and which things don't really feel right yeah and like he's not really like making clear to me Mm -hmm. so I think that that's a really important thing too as this is your own like in your life now exactly you get some power over um not power I guess but you get to ask God for the clarity and like receive what he's showing to you I guess because you're you're now an adult it's in your own hands Mm -hmm. exactly yeah I was gonna say something else but I forgot what it was shoot oh another thing I know that like financial giving is always something that like churches and groups ask for and as a college student money can be really like not (laughs) flowing in to zero (laughs) right and like giving is a super important thing I think Um, but one thing that a lot of people don't talk about is the fact that there's a lot of um importance in giving your time as well yep and like your efforts and your gifts Mm -hmm. and so if you're feeling like I cannot, like, I can literally not sustain myself if I am giving such and such amount every week or month to a church. Know that there's more than just that way of giving. And giving can take place in that setting. It can take place with, like, helping a friend out. It can take place with, like, in so many different ways. Um, And it's not something that, like, right. But I almost, I used to feel guilty about, like, not having a lot to offer financially and in reality, God wants you to, like, give generously. And I don't believe that that is only limited to, like, to the finances. Right, right. Because you have so much to offer. He gifted you with so much. It's just a matter of understanding that you have things to offer uh-huh. um, that some people just aren't talking about. Yeah. So that's one thing that I guess has been made more apparent in the past year or so that I found really yeah. kind of comforting and, like, encouraging. Yeah. And often, and also, oh, you, sorry, go you go. <laughs> no, you're in the middle of your thought. I was in a ran- I was gonna introduce a random point. Oh, I was just gonna say, oftentimes when you give your time or resources, let's say in a volunteer setting, um, I find that it impacts me more than the person I'm helping, and that strengthens my faith and strengthens my relationship with Christ as well. So that's huge, mm-hmm. like tithing your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of encourages you, too, to realize that your t- 
time with God is not just in the church or in your alone time, but it's in your day-to-day relationships. It's when you're like in class, like interacting with peers. It's when you're walking to and from class and like making like eye contact and smiling at a stranger on the sidewalk. Like little things like that where God is present, Uh but you just need to kind of like welcome him him in is really, really meaningful and something that isn't always like prioritized, I guess, or like noticed, I should say. Yeah, I feel like um, you're always wearing that faith. Like, you're always, Mm -hmm. you should be living in a way that you're always showing your faith and your, you know what I mean. Living out the way that God would. This this is a really funny analogy. (laughs) Really corny, (laughs) like, I'm so sorry I'm saying this. But for anyone who's also involved in Greek life, oftentimes they'll say, you're always wearing your letters. Like, you're always a part of this, no matter what you're showing off you're creating reputation Mm -hmm. wherever you are you're always wearing your letters but the same Uh thing goes for your faith and you're always you should always be living out that faith in everything um it doesn't matter where you are what you're doing or who you're with um your faith is something that you bring with you everywhere and that's something you should be living out all the time Mm -hmm. it reminds me of when your mom would tell us in like student ministry that you should make people question like yeah how are like how are they living their life that yeah. way like yeah. I, what are what do they have that I'm missing yeah and like part of that is just like living out your faith without yeah. just preaching it without like using the actions to back it up like a yeah. lot of times living out your actions is oh, what's I'm gonna huge... attract people yeah. yeah often I'm really part of me it makes me uncomfortable which I know it shouldn't that's something I'm working on but also mm-hmm. I find that I make a bigger impact when I live my life a certain way um, mm-hmm. than if I were to just talk to someone and preach about the gospel, which right. has its place and it, it it's beautiful in its own way as well. And I wish I was more confident about that and I am working on it, but I find that actions speak louder than words. And that's mm-hmm. just something I live by in any sense, but also in my faith as well. If I want someone to know that I'm a follower of Christ and that I live my life a certain way, I'm going to make that apparent through my actions. Mm -hmm. So exactly. And that means like loving on people that aren't like you. That means loving on people that don't believe the same things or practice the same things. So I think that that like says a lot about a person when they're willing to really step into that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And another just like not as deep tip <laughs> is posting like Bible verses. Like there's tons of cute little designs online that you can just get printed. And I'm like looking at my desk right now as I'm talking to Emma and I just have like verses kind of posted around yeah. my whiteboard. So I'm seeing it subconsciously every yeah. day, but it's like becoming internalized too. Like yeah. one of my favorite ones is kind words are like honey sweet to the soul and healthy for the body that's from proverbs sixteen twenty four. but like seeing that when i wake uh-huh. up and i'm doing my makeup i might not even consciously think oh hey like yeah yep we're gonna go spread kind words but like yeah. it's just a reminder like okay yep this is just part of the routine i see yeah. it it goes into my subconscious but it still impacts what exactly. words i choose to say throughout the day And, like, just positive affirmations, too. Like, having things to just say, like, esteemed, valued, set apart, chosen, pursued, loved. They're just to remind you of your worth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. So that's just, like, a cute little reminder if you... You're looking for something to kind of spice up that that college faith life. I also, like, 
like lock screen Bible verses. Just something that you don't sit and read every time you open your phone, but you know Mm -hmm. it's there and you glance at it and you're like, oh yeah. And that's all you need. So just good reminders. Yeah. Anyways, faith in college is hard. It's hard when it's in your own hands and it's hard to find a church home. Pray for me. (laughs) <laughs> oh you bet sister i'm just so excited to go home this weekend and go to my regular church i'll be there oh my gosh you actually, will won't you? actually wait no you won't i might have got the weekends mixed up okay Shoot. never mind i'll see you next weekend because i'll be home for right. two weekends <laughs> but i'm excited but so oh, it'll be man. good yeah it'll be so good that was a good good wrap up yeah i hope you guys listen or enjoyed listening we know you listened if you made it to this point but um Remember to follow us on Instagram, leave us comments, topic requests. We love love you and we appreciate you. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye.